Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. seated. We're starting the convention tonight and um, I hope that you come all night. When when you see a program being put together, when you see a program like this, I don't know what comes into your mind. I don't know whether I can ask a question during a convention. If you see something like, okay, we are going to have a convention, there is a theme, and everything. I wonder if I don't know what you understand and how you understand it. Somebody listen to me tonight. Because the way you look at it is the way it is going to happen. In every aspect. In every aspect. So it is very, very, it's not even convention. Every time, convention is just a little uh, uh, like an upscale or an upgrade. But every time you are coming into the presence of the Lord, there must be a certain understanding. Otherwise, you will come and go. You will come and then you will go. You will come and then you go. And some people will be blessed. Some people will be uh, moving forward. And you wouldn't move forward in any way. And then before I realize you are, you are leaving church and all kinds of things and seeing all kinds of things about the church. It will not be the church. The church, the church is never the fault. We are always going to be the ones who um, have, the, uh, have to be blamed for anything that happens to us. And so when you see the banner, you, you have to ask yourself, hey, what is this about? I want to go and experience what this is. I don't know if anybody has that intention to, to, for these four nights. Is somebody listening to me tonight? Because we, we, are, we, are, not, we are not children. We are, we are not little boys. It's, it's not like we, we sit down, we don't know anything, we don't have anything to do, and we say, oh, we are having convention. There's, there must be a reason why. There must be a reason why the spiritual person that God has placed over your life has set up a time and a meeting with a theme. There must be a reason why. And your responsibility is to be very hungry and curious and be expectant and be open to what the whole thing is about. And that comes with a whole lot of excitement and attitude change. When we say convention, it's excitement. Convention spiritually is like going to have a party. There's a lot of excitement. 
There's a lot of shopping. There's a lot of this, a lot of this. And then when the time that is set for the convention comes, I mean, there's all excitement and joy. Looking out for the people, the visitors, all kinds of things. I mean, if you look at, if you are watching, I, I don't know what, what you are interested in, but I'm interested in so many things that goes on, important things. And I've been watching the queens, uh, following the queens, uh, 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 death and all the things that goes on with it. And if, if, I don't know how many of you are watching it. I'm sure you don't care. <laughs> no, if you, if you care to go on YouTube and, and press one of the videos and see the things that they are doing. I mean, if you watch it with a teachable heart, you will learn a lot of things. Ah! The attitude of everybody, you see, it is so, it is so interesting that in the 21st century, people bow to another human being. And not in the church. If we ask you to do in the church, you tell, you tell us that we are, worship, you are worshiping the man of God. Is he God? But you see, the respect... As the body is being taken from uh, what the, uh, the Air Force Base to Buckingham Palace to, uh, this evening, every on the highway, every vehicle stops. Every vehicle stops. Just a dead body of a queen, an earthly queen, who has ruled for 70 years. That at the age of 96. The respect, the order, the protocol. The, ah, I saw the hairs in Scotland was Mercedes. The one in, in, in London, the one they took him, it's a Jaguar. I mean, and I asked myself, was this thing made and put somewhere in a garage or when she died? You, you think about it. <laughs> Do you think that they are manufacturing houses and putting them in a garage or when the queen dies? I don't think that's what is happening. But somehow, somehow, even in the church in Scotland, the church in Scotland where they had the vigil, the choir, I was just, I don't know whether Sherwin and these people, they look at these things. The choir. Ah, I said, if somebody dies, God forbid in that church, even hymns, people will struggle to sing the hymns. No, it's, 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 it's like joke like joke, but that's it's a serious uh, uh, deficiency. So as you watch some of these things, you, you even begin to think different. Think different. Think different. It's a whole kingdom. There are people who came to colonize this country. That's a woman. That's, that's where they are from. Yeah, it's not out there. And they, are, they continue. I mean, the honor is on and on. So when you see Okay, I have something to show you. That's that's I don't know which one is it. That's the Jaguar. This is the, the 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 UK one. The Scotland one was a Mercedes. I was surprised because Mercedes is German, and so I was surprised that the United Kingdom they were of course Scotland. Scotland is United Kingdom. I was surprised that they were using a German-made vehicle because every other vehicle was British. Range Rovers, the Land Rovers, the Range Rovers. That's that's what it is. You may not even understand what I'm talking about. 
That's all you know is premium. Uh, Leon. Yeah, 212. Yeah, and feel that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Feel that. I, I, I went to a mechanic and he was here that, oh, these vehicles, they give problems. You, you better buy a Toyota. I said, thank you very much. Ah, we all can buy Toyota. We all cannot buy Toyota. Who will buy the other brands if you will buy Toyota? So, this is it. This is the one in Scotland. They went to, uh, I've forgotten the cathedral, but they went to the cathedral, the priests, the archbishops, their regalia, their dressing. I mean, if you have not watched it, Charlie, you are not serious in life. Oh. Instead of watching TikTok nonsense. Folks, it's high time that we change levels. It's high time. So I was talking to this man of God today, and um, he was telling me about his ministry, about how far God has brought him. And he was saying that when he started the church, when the church started, the people some of them were, you know, school dropouts, homeless, bad boys, bad girls. He said a day like today, about 65% of his church is filled with doctors, lawyers, and, and people with masters, doctorates, homeowners, driving cars, businesses. He said that no matter where they have moved to now, he said, and they, they started moving out of the area. So if you never move, up, move out of your area, no matter what, what message I preach. <laughs> he says about 65% of the people now are high-level people. Oh! He said when they started, Charlie, the thing was, was very bad. Oh. So now people have gone back to school, gone to write subjects, gone to UG, go to this place, go to that place. He said about 65% of his congregation now, highly educated people. And they've all moved out of the area. They own their homes. And he says they, wherever they are, they drive. Because they know where all those things began from. Now, now if, if we can't have something like that, it's just a matter of time and you stop coming here. Because you don't see any reason why you should come here. Because your level has not changed for years. And so when, when, you, see, when you see a banner, you see, hey, Charlie, so changing levels, what does it mean? Yeah. Hey, is there something like that? Is it possible? Your level can change. I said your level can change. Yeah. You are not God. The God's plan for you is not to be the same way all the time. I don't believe that God's plan for us as a church is to be like this all the time. But we must want our level to change. And there are certain things we need and we must do to ensure that there's a level change. And that's the journey I want to take you through. These three, two, four nights. I'm, I'm hoping to bring 
um, a visitor Thursday. I was, I was going to do it only Friday, but I think I'll, I'll, I'll start from Thursday. And I, I, I see this person as somebody who can really push us from one level to another. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you must believe me you know, about what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 You must believe. I sat down with a person for two hours, 15 minutes. And I mean, I made my conclusions, my testimonies, the scriptures, the explanations. In fact, today I pass quickly at this place to you know, ensure that he's going to come. Then he explained something to me. We were talking about something, some, uh, some scripture came in and he said, First Corinthians chapter 9. And he asked me if I, I remember the scripture that says that Paul said, If I've sown unto you spiritual seeds, is it a problem for me to reap carnal things? Then he asked me if I understand what reaping means. Then he didn't allow me to speak. Then he said, Reaping, there's no mango or any crop that is ripe that comes to you in your house. You have to go and take it off. By that, he was saying that you have to learn and understand that giving money and offering, you have to take it from the people. <laughs> yes. Take it one, take it two. Because you will not, you, you not give money naturally. You will not give offerings naturally. But if you are a ripe, ripening tree, then sometimes you even have to take a ladder or climb and shake it. It's like the mango says, I won't fall. You fall, you fall today. Sometimes you take a stone and you shine it. Because, and he says that, he said, he said, Bishop, remember, if you don't pick the tree, the fruit, it, the tree will never bear again. You are not allowing the tree to bear again. Oh, I was totally blessed. <laughs> I was totally blessed. And I say, you see, I mean, this, this is very powerful. Yeah, oh, I mean, real explanation, real. <laughs> we need to change levels. Yeah. You should not be satisfied with your level as of today. And you have to understand that everything, every good and every perfect thing comes from above. No matter the preparation you prepare yourself, which is always good, the final thing comes from God and your attitude towards God. First Samuel. Or First Kings. Chapter 8. I'll preach very short tonight because you came late. Tomorrow night, I want you to come early. Yeah, put, put everything aside. If I were you from another branch, I will come. Because when you see changing levels, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do in your church, changing levels in your, your church. And that's, you see, even those who are outside, 
the, the, my pastors with churches, if they see this changing levels, you can't say, I'm picking one day to come. You, you are not hungry for something. Hey, if you really have a problem, if you really understand that your state, you are not satisfied with your state, and then you see a sign, but I mean, let's say you are hungry. You are driving on the road and there's nothing, and you are hungry. And you see KFC, and you are hungry. Nish, you are hungry, and you see KFC. You say, No, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Oh, you die in a car. And when you die, it's a foolish death. Because as you were, as you were growing hungry, you saw a KFC sign, and it's like you don't understand what it means. No, even children, even little children. I say, even our little children, when we are traveling with them, and they see something they are interested in, oh boy. Yeah. They said, Mommy, I'm hungry. <laughs> that, you see, and they don't know that you have also seen the KFC sign. <laughs> and when a child is hungry for something, it's, 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 it's like a demonic attack. It's like a demonic attack. You'll never be free. <laughs> hey! They will talk about it. They will do body language. Some of them will even start crying and all of that. Uh, throw themselves on the ground. Before I see you slap them and say, What is your problem? That is how a childlike spirit manifests themselves or itself in something that it needs. And you see that. If you don't have that spirit, even when you need something, you know, for many people, when well, you're not well, if you have to go to the hospital, many people don't go. Especially black, black men, black men, older black men. They don't like doctors at all. They, want to die, they like to die at home than go to a doctor. <laughs> black men don't like doctors at all. I drink this bush and I, all right. <laughs> I'm going to lie down and take a little rest. <laughs> <laughs> sweat it out sweat it out they never want to go and see a, a doctor then I remember a gentleman a black guy said you know they went to the hospital for some private part something and lo and behold there was a lady a lady doctor who was there hey it wasn't easy for him the lady said let me see what you're talking about he said what did you say <laughs> <laughs> They say, yeah, yeah, let me see. What are you talking about? I want to see what you're talking about. <laughs> they begin to, oh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I was lying. It wasn't, <laughs> I was serious. I was joking. <laughs> First Kings chapter 17 and verse 8. Are you there? The Bible says, if you, if you really want it, you change levels, I tell you. How many want to change levels? There's four nights. So it is not coincidental that your bishop has a convention called 
changing levels. It's not coincidental. Yeah. Some of you, what your father never experienced, you must experience it. Yes. What your mother craved for and never got it, you must have it. Yeah. You can't be on this, on this level all. Are you not tired? Are you not fed up? I mean, when the year started, you felt that things were going to get better. We are in September now, and things have not changed so much. Are you not hungry for a level change? If I were you, four o'clock, I'll be here. Really sitting out there. So actually, I ring Sido. I'm here for changing levels. That's the attitude of somebody who really wants to change levels. Look at your finances. Look at your life. I mean, there are some of you, I mean, it's so bad. You come to church, you are quiet, you don't talk about it, you are just there, and it is not changing. But God wants to change that level. I said, God wants to change that level of yours. Take you higher and further. Hallelujah. Yes. How can you serve this wonderful God? And you are so much in problems. Yeah. You have bills you can't pay. You have debts you can't pay. Yeah, it has made you frustrated. When you wake up in the morning, instead of saying thank you to God, you vex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you come to church, you are picking up problems with people. Every Sunday there's a problem. It's time for a level change. I say it's time for a level change. You see, Sunday night, Sister was telling me something this morning. Sunday night, you know, we, we, the service changed a bit. And then when I was, when I was leaving, and she, she drew my attention. She was sitting down, quiet. And I went to her, she said, she's experiencing electric shocks. She can't control herself. She can't get up. She can't, she doesn't, she, she's shocks. And so it was yesterday in the morning or something. She messaged me and said, Bishop, I'm still feeling the shocks. And then she said that the Lord told her that I have been anointed with the fresh oil. And so somehow she was probably experiencing what is around. I don't know whether she's still feeling there. It's gone now. It's gone. It started Sunday night. If only you knew what happened Sunday night. Many of you demonic dogs left your life. Oh, yes. When I say, if you have demons, come forward. I'm sure you, 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 you everybody has demons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I mean, you, you, see, you see, Charlie, when 
you don't want to change level. You don't want to change level. If, if you sit down and say that, I don't have a devil. <laughs> even, even if you think you don't have a devil, just, just, just in case maybe that Sunday afternoon a devil came into you <laughs> and you didn't realize it, just come for prayer. <laughs> you know, maybe the whole week you know that you are cool, maybe the Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I see pride, pride doesn't make us acknowledge a lot of things. Because if, if you were to say, Oh, I have a demon, it's like you are wicked. Everybody, everybody has some kind of demon. <laughs> yeah, everybody. <laughs> When I said, if you have a demon, come forward. People are confused. <laughs> so, so, I said, no, 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 it's not me, Bishop, talking about. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think it was this Shaquille. Shaquille was telling me about his father. I think he came to church on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, he brought him to church. He said that the man has a room that he's built everything, but he can't sleep in the room. He can't sleep there for more than four hours or so. If he sleeps there, he has to get up and go and sleep in another room. If you come to church and say, if you have a demon, come. You won't come? <laughs> You've bought a bed. You furnish your house, your room, nice. But you can't sleep there for more than three or four hours. And you say you don't have a demon. I beg you. I beg you. Okay, you, you'll be there. You'll just be there. As for demons, eh? Dr. Cho, Dr. Cho said, he said, every morning, every night, every morning, every night he lays his hand on himself and casts devils out of his life. <laughs> And Prophet Kakra, Bishop Kakra, he, he shared a testimony one day. He said, one day he had a vision. In the vision, he was sleeping. And a devil came and opened his chest and put something there, and he ran away. Yeah. That's a man of God. <laughs> a prophet of God. The devil has come as he was sleeping, opened his, his heart, the Bible said, um, so, so, uh, a man, uh, somebody went out to say, wild man slept, the enemy came. You'll be surprised what has crept into your heart in a few days or a few weeks' time. But you are changing levels during this convention. I say you are changing levels during this convention. Yeah. Understanding is very important. I don't even have to pray for you. Once you understand it, then you see that your attitude is what calls for the miracle. Because God will only give it to those who see it and know it and understand it. In 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 8, the Bible says, if we go to a nice New Living Translation, the scripture says, then the Lord said to Elijah, go and live 
in the village of Zarephath, near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. It's very interesting how God treats his servants. How he makes us depend on people. <laughs> People's utterance. <laughs> and things like that. I was talking to a man of God today, like I was saying. He said, Bishop, I believe in giving. He said, me and my wife, we give. He said, I don't want to be receiving all the time. Because the Bible says there's no blessing in receiving. So even as a pastor of the church, sometimes when people are giving me things, I said, no, I don't want it. Because I'm not blessed if you give it to me. I rather want to give it to you. <laughs> but people like receiving bad. Because we probably don't understand or believe God. The Bible says, in receiving, there's no blessing in it. It is rather giving that carries blessings. So he says that even as an apostle of his church, he, he, sometimes he, he tells people, when people are trying to pay something for him, he says, no, 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 no. Ah, why is it only who wants blessings? Me too, want blessings. He told me he was building his house. On the first floor, he, he needed ready mix. And when they gave him the coat, he said, what? He can't afford that. He doesn't have the money. He said he had an encounter in church. And there was this guy who um, came to see him. Right in front of the church, he was, you know, talking to people, interacting with people. He saw this guy who was sitting there waiting to come and see him. And he said he didn't want to meet the guy. So he was delaying so that the guy would be tired and then he would leave. He said he delayed that one after the other one. He said the guy wasn't moving. Then he said, when he got to the last person, he said he delayed even longer. He said, when you finished, the guy was still sitting down there. So he acted as if he has not seen him. He got up and he was leaving. He said, the guy rushed in front of me. He said, peace. Sit down. He said, he said to himself, me, I don't want to see you. You are telling me, sit down. He said, he, he, it's like it's in him, he, went, he was fighting. He said, please, I want, to, I want to explain something to you. The long and short of the story is that. He said, after he sat down, a guy spoke to him. He ended, da, 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 da. Then he gave him an envelope. Then he, re he went back to his bag. He brought a second envelope. He said the envelope, you know, you know sometimes when you, are, when you grow big and you wear some things, then it tears. He said the envelope was, the, the money was fat in the envelope, that the envelope was opening. You are receiving something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's not an envelope that the money is inside nice and clean. Oh. No, 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 no. He said the envelope, the money inside was trying to find ways to come out of the envelope. He said he gave him two of that. That's the whole thing he did. No, no, I can't share all of it. He says when he went to when he counted, it was exactly the money for ready mix for his first floor. <laughs> you are changing levels in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I said somebody came to visit him. I said, Apostle, I hear you are building. Me and my husband were taking care of the roof. You are changing levels again in Jesus' name. So the Lord instructed Elijah to go to this uh, widow in Zarephath, near the city of Sidon. I have instructed the widow there to feed you. 
And so he went to Zarephath. As he arrived at the gates of the village, he saw a widow. A widow gathering sticks. And he asked her. I mean, it's very interesting how he knew it was her. If it was you and I, do you think we would pick it up? At the entrance of the village. You don't even enter the village. I was talking about being sensitive to men and, and, and that men that God sends into our lives. The Bible says, so when he, as he arrived at the gates of the village, he saw a widow gathering sticks. So it's like, ah, it's not coincidental that the first person I see is a widow. And maybe in those days, just like the Indians have a culture, when you are not married, you have a color on your forehead, and then when you're married, you have a color. Maybe there was something about her that made it, made it clear that she was a widow. I think they, they have rings in their nose and things like that. There was something cultural. Because otherwise, you would never know. How do you know a woman who's picking sticks that she's a widow without interview? Why do you want to know whether her husband is dead or not? You really like she or something? So there must have been something that gave her away. So the Bible says that Elijah, Elijah said, would you please bring me a little cup? And bring a little uh, water in a cup? As she was going to get it, he called her. Bring me a bite of bread too. <laughs> I said, you are changing levels. <laughs> but she said, I swear by the Lord your God that I don't have a single piece. I'm sure she also noticed that there was something man of Godish about him, isn't it? <laughs> He said, eh, eh, I, I, he said, I swear by the Lord your God right, that I don't have a single piece of bread in the house and I have only a handful of flour left in the jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal and then my son and I will die. Yes. Because that was the last. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you've said. But make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. Which is very prophetic. Because by the time she finished preparing it for Elijah, there's nothing anymore. So how come I will have something to cook for me and my son. It, it, it was like Jesus told the ten lepers, go and show yourself to the priest. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, there will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. So she did as Elijah said and she and Elijah and her family continued to eat for many days. There was always enough flour and olive oil left in the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. Your level is changing. Pay attention to this. The woman was operating at a certain level when she encountered the prophet. But her level changed. 
Somebody who was so afraid that what the little flower left was for her and her son to eat and die. After meeting the prophet, the story was different. The level changed. The situation changed from a lower level to a higher level. And I think it's very, very important to understand what caused the level change. Because nobody wants to have their last meal and die. I don't think that the money you have in your bank account or whatever state you are in, if, if you were to give that offering or do something and there's no money, I, I, I don't think it's a very nice state to be in. There are many people who put, they take their transportation passage for the, for the month, they take it and put it aside. So no matter how much you preach and prophesy, that money will never come into the offering bag. Oh, yes. You, no matter how, the, how much the Holy Spirit speaks, you will never listen to him. Because that is your passage for the month. If you ever give away the passage, how are you going to go to work? And I don't like asking people for money. And so please tell the Holy Spirit for me. <laughs> like it shouldn't trouble me. That's why I said here that if you can really save money as a Christian, something, there's something about that. Yeah. You, you, sh- you should be given a, a, a crown or be given a certificate or a trophy. Because I'm telling you, some way, somehow, God will come for that money that you have. <laughs> I tell you. Even if you don't give it as an offering, a bill will come. <laughs> Bills. Yeah. So I want us to look at how, what happened what are the things we can pick up from this encounter that made the ladies' level change? It's the same thing like at a wedding in Cana of Galilee in John chapter 2. When Jesus went to the wedding, a time came where the people were in trouble. At the level of the wedding and the appreciation of the wedding, there's something changed about the reception. Because of some factors. The first thing, the first thing I believe can change anybody's level is the acknowledgement of the servant of God sent to you. If you are going to change levels, the first thing you will have to understand is that you need to acknowledge the servant of God that God has sent to you. Because as he's coming, he's coming with a mandate. As he's coming, he's coming with a purpose. As he's coming, the Bible says that God is the one who told Elijah that that widow, that widow, she is going to feed you. But as Elijah made the widow, the widow didn't have anything to feed Elijah. Elijah. 
long, how was the feeding going to happen? Because God knew that he was going to, as long as the lady opens up to Elijah, he, God, will ensure that the feeding of the man of God will take place. All that the lady needed to do was to acknowledge Elijah, Elijah as a man of God. Sent to her. Because, you see, otherwise, get me some water. And as I take about three, four steps, he said, oh, sorry, I don't know you from anywhere. You're asking me for water. Not a problem. Then as I'm going, you say I should stop. Uh, please, add some bread. I, I, have to, I, I would look back and look at you and say, oh, you, you, you for real? Are you for real? You, water? <laughs> and now you're on bread? Ah, is that how people behave these days? When they see people, they're just asking them for, for, for bread and water like that. And her response was actually many, the response of many people when anybody you don't know who's trying to draw something from you to, to initiate, it's like, it's like breast milk. Breast milk. You know it. If you don't push it out, if you don't push it out, it will flow. And that's how many people don't understand that. It is the, the pushing out of your resources that causes a flow. Yes. If you don't allow the milk to come out of the breast, you will never get some more. Or anybody who has given birth will tell you this. You have to stimulate it. You have to make sure it comes. And once it starts flowing, that's what they'll put, even if there's no milk or something, they'll put a baby on it and you start just doing like that. Before you realize, the baby naturally stimulates the breast milk to flow. It's the same thing with offering. It's the same thing with provisions. It's the same thing with changing your level. As long as you can acknowledge the servant of God who has been sent to you, that is the beginning of the changing of your levels. I'm telling you. So when I think about even the visit of uh, the angel Gabriel to Mary, I, 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 I've been thinking, why will Mary tell Gabriel that she doesn't know a man? And so how can these things be? I'm thinking that Gabriel probably just showed up as, as some guy with some jeans. Is it tattered jeans you call it? And maybe the jeans was falling down with some rasta hair or some, with some wave hair like Pastor Joshua's wave hair. You know, with some, maybe some, some t-shirt with showing his muscles or something. Because how can you recognize an angel and still say that? How can this be? It's very, very, very likely that Gabriel did not appear as an angel. Yes. That, that's a revelation you must get from that. that because if, if when Mary was in a room, I don't know what she was doing, and then all of a sudden, some white, like how we envisage it, that's how we picture it. Some white being got there, and he was doing that. Mary, Mary, Lady Pastor Mary. <laughs> I'm Angel Gabriel. 
Then whatever Gabriel tells you, you don't even have a mouth to, to ask questions and, and wonder how it's going to be. You say yes. You say yes. You say yes. You say yes. Oh, hallelujah. You even burst out in tears crying. So it must have been a, a certain natural or very normal appearance of the angel Gabriel. It is we who are reading it like that. But exactly on that day, it was not like that to Mary. Otherwise, I am arguing that he will not say, how shall this be seen? I know not a man. You are talking to an angel Gabriel, you say you know not a man. What are you there for? What are you there for? Don't you know who you are talking to? So it, it, means, it means that there's a certain acknowledgement. There was, there, was a, there was a certain lack of acknowledgement of who the person was. That's what Jesus told the woman at the well in Samaria. If only you know who is talking to you. The man of God was telling me a very sad story. It's sad because his wife died. I think it's two, two stories I've heard. The first is, I think, Reggio Furucci Messi from Takra, the Holy Fire. It was, it was his meeting that I, I, I spoke in tongues. He said, his wife died seven times. The seventh time, to all the times, six times, he was there, and then he prays for her, and then she comes back to life. The seventh time, he didn't even know. The woman didn't come back to life. He said the woman was part of a, of, of the, a royal family from her hometown. And any time, and you have to be very careful about this. Because sometimes people are into those things. Sometimes people come to church, they love God. But there are some family rituals that you partake. You have to be careful. Like what? My, my friend's lead was partaking. It was a family ritual. And, I, and I'm, I'm sad Ote was there and he allowed my friend to do those things. Alexis, were you there? Okay. Hey, you're lucky, pal. <laughs> Where's our Udoli? I didn't ask you the question. You're <laughs> You're smart. <laughs> <laughs> are you listening there are sometimes some family things that we hold so dear to us so no matter the level of church you, you are into you still kind of out of respect and regard for mommy for granny and all of that you still do something there's a young man who comes to church here and uh, he told him that his grandmother used to let him feed her baku And that, 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 that guy is, is, is messed up. He's, he's completely messed up. He's me, I mean, he's messed up. If, if, if I mention the name, you, you know who I'm talking about. So, the guy is completely messed up. This is somebody who used to feed Granny's Baku twice a day. <laughs> no, people do think so. And the people come and sit in church like nothing has happened, but people do things. So this man of God said that the wife died six times and all of it prayed and then the Lord, uh, she came back to life. 
And the Lord spoke to the, 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 the man of God and said that he should tell the wife never to go to the village and partake of these so-called chief royal kind of things anymore. And he said the wife was uh, in teacher training. In teacher training, they were, they, were, they were staying in the hostels there. So there was a festival coming up, and she sneaked out of the teacher's uh, <laughs> the hostel and went to the village and took part in the ceremony and everything. When they do all of that, there are food they make and this and that's like food sacrifice to idols, and they eat and all of that. So many things happen spiritually to people. Even here in Guyana, many people eat from people they don't know that the food is for idols. Those who are licorice. Yeah, it should be a book. Those who are licorice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Caribbean book. <laughs> Maybe I should write it and dedicate it to Daggy Wood Mills. <laughs> Those who are licorice. <laughs> I think it, it, it will sell, pal. It will be a bestseller. <laughs> First, I have, I have to define licorice before I continue. <laughs> Greek meaning of licorice. And I'll bring a scripture. They will flow from there. <laughs> so he, she sneaked out, went to partake of this, and then she was going back to campus. On the road, on the way, I hear that the, the pastor said that, that all of a sudden a big snake appeared on the road. And the driver was trying to swerve because he panicked. And the car somersaulted, the bus somersaulted. She was the only one who died. The man of God said he heard it two days later. This was not Lazarus. And I'm sure there's a reason why God made him hear this later. So when he heard of it, the woman was in a mortuary. I mean, it's like he said he left ministry for about a year because he was so broken hearted. He was so hurt. Why would she go to this when I have told her this? Yeah. No, he said he, he left ministry. He went to stay in Canada for about a year. He used to go to this White people's church, you go and sit down somewhere at the back and just be there, quiet, quiet. He said he was so surprised. One day the white man priest called him and said, you need to let her go. You need to let her go. White, man, white people priests, they don't do those things. So. <laughs> hey! He said he broke down. And cry, cry, cry. That's how he got his healing. Today, a man of God also told me about a wife who died. He said, constant rowing. He said that, that this man of God was with, his, with another man of God. And the wife walked into the living room. And the visiting man of God said, First lady, the Lord just told me something. He said, 
if only you can make your husband look good all the time, he will extend your life. In the living room, there's no music, there's no keyboard, there's no so, so it's, it's, you, have to, you have to know whether this is something or not. The man of God was telling me. I think he said, even the, 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 I think that, that, that wife even responded that, oh, but I always look after him. You know how we like to talk before we think about her. I think she just said something like that. And he says, round and round and round. The man of God and his wife went somewhere. He said, when they were coming home, rowing. He said, Bishop, they, they, at the bridge to the house, they, they were on the bridge, they ran to 2 a.m. Then the, he said, the man of God said, City, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Let's go and sleep. So he said, they went to sleep. Next morning, when they woke up, the wife brought started again. <laughs> Reviver. Then he said, "A man of God told the woman, the wife that said, this thing that you do, you, 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 you lose your life. You, you can easily die. Because you don't understand who I am. You don't understand. You can easily die. He said, the, the woman woke up in the morning and she went out somewhere, whatever. And she died six months later. And the man of God was saying that there were people who were around when the woman was dying. The woman said that when the husband told her that this thing you're doing, you die. She said that day, she, 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 she said, she said, she said, when she went out walking, she said, she said that, what? If I die, so what? Everybody dies. Or her dying, but that's the confession she made. There's something about acknowledging the servant of God who is sent into your life. It changes your level. Hmm. This whole woman's experience with this widow's experience with Elijah was because there was an acknowledgement. Because ladies and gentlemen, God will bless you and help you and promote you through his servant. Have you not read the scripture that says that if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, if you receive this in the name of that, if you give a prophet a cup of water for my name's sake, it is the recognition. It is the acknowledgement of the, 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 the presence and the power and the authority that person is walking in that changes, that initiates a change in your level. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So if you are going to change levels, the first thing you have to do is you have to acknowledge that this is a man of God. This is a man of God. Otherwise, if he says, get me water, you suck your teeth. How you tell people to give you water? 
Just like that, you ask people to give you water. Just like that, you say this. Just like that, just like that. Because many people have missed their blessings. They have missed the change in their levels by not acknowledging the men of God that God sent to them. The acknowledgement comes with other things that I'll talk about later on. 24 hours later. <laughs> but you have to say, this is a man of God. This is a man of God. And once that acknowledgement is established, you will see everything else that follows. The woman was afraid to use the last flower she had. But for the man of God and what he said. And, and how trusting she trusted the man of God. It, it, it is the foundation of changing levels. Acknowledge that this is my man of God. Let me tell you, if you don't have a man of God, you are not going to start to change anything. You are not going to start. Because that is the, the type of system God runs. He calls a man and he gathers people around the man and he gives the man anointing to lead that people. Those who did not acknowledge Moses as a man of God, they, you see their end? You can ask Korah. He went to uh, Bishop's High School. You can ask him. <laughs> He's an alumni. Ask Aaron and Miriam who at a point felt that this is our brother. You can ask them. Because they failed at the moment when they were assessed. Because it was Moses, through Moses, God wrote, said that you can't marry anybody who's not an Israelite. And you, Moses, you, you have a, a typical woman. Why are you not using the law for yourself? Are you above the law? Then they realized that, hey, Charlie, some people are men of God. <laughs> yeah, some people are men of God. Yeah. You have to. It, it, that is what makes people, doesn't make people prosper. Because they don't see you as somebody that God is using. You see, the person doesn't even have a choice. It is God who has chosen. It is God who told the woman, told Elijah, I am going to let the widow feel if Elijah had his own choice. He would never go to the woman. I mean, some woman who has killed her husband. You know, women who kill their husband. You know, be a woman who killed their husband. <laughs> yeah, juke them and kill them. Take them to Obia man. I mean, how can, you, how can you kill your husband and God says that you the killer of the husband. I'm going to use you to feed my prophet. God definitely had something in store for the woman. And as the story goes on, you read in this chapter 17, how Elijah was used to bring back the woman's son. That the woman was earmarked for a great level change. As long as she acknowledged the man of God, ask for food, everybody in the neighborhood, if you want food, this is the place you go. She was one of the few widows in town who, who had everything together. Rice bucket full, flower bucket full, 
sack bucket full, butter bucket full, milk bucket. Every bucket that had full was always full because of the man of God. If you can only say that, that's a man of God. I believe in him. I, I, this is a man of God. I, I acknowledge this as my man of God. You see how your level will start changing? Stand to your feet, please. We'll continue tomorrow night. By the grace of God. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5300. Or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.